So I says to the fella, I says, fella, I says... Who are you talking about? The fella. Oh, hey, Lou. Hey, fella. Well, I gets to get to polishing the bathroom taps. I polish the cold ones on Tuesday, you see. Uh, talk to you later, fellas. Paul, I took a look at the financial records of the show and read this. Can't read this. It's upside down. Here. Herman bought the show? Exactly. Where did he get that kind of money? This show must be worth 20, 30 bucks. 34. I checked. So this is why we have all those commercials gumming up the works? Yep. And if you have works that need gumming up, try Spooky Paste. It's perfect. Not now. You're right. You're right. We need to go find out how Herman got the money to buy this show, and then we need to buy it back from him. This sounds like an adventure. Not really. We just have to go talk to Herman. An epic adventure. Let me go brush my teeth. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll just wait here, I guess. Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm Greg Demont. <laughs> And today is season two, episode 17 of Transformers Prime. It is out of the past. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman and was written by Mike Johnson. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Wheeljack teamed up with Miko to get revenge for Bulkhead by killing Hardshell one episode after he was introduced. And in this episode, RC's brought before Starscream, captured yeah. apparently. So I guess we're back in the past because, uh, yeah, the, it's the Decepticon ship. Starscream's running the show and it's flying in space. And uh, he tells her that if she decodes an Autobot transmission that they've received, he'll kill her quickly. And she's just like, get fragged. I like that. Uh, And he says, fine, if you don't want to talk, I'll hurt somebody you know in front of you. And they bring in Cliff Jumper, who is not voiced by The Rock. No, it's not The Rock. It's David Sobolov, which I think he voiced another character on the show. And he has both horns. Did you notice that? So this is... This is not the scene where they killed. Well, it's not the scene where they killed him because she's here. Commercial break. Uh, when we come back, Starscream's like, "All right, make with the code breaking, or else he gets it." And she's like, "Just fucking kill him already." I, I barely know even know the guy. And I know we I mean we find out that she doesn't at this point. This is kind of their backstory, but it's like uh, he's still on your team. You don't yeah. have to be an asshole. Well, Cliff Jeffers even like, "Ouch!" Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the sensitive type. But it, then it turns out. So Starscream says, uh, "Hey, look at this," and he shows them out the front monitor of the, of the Nemesis. They're over a very recently ruined Cybertron. Yeah, it's basically a graveyard. I think he calls it. And he's like, "Just give me the damn code." And she's like, "Look, I'm not scared of you. You're not Megatron." Ooh, what a good dig. Uh, then we go to the present, and Miko is bulkheads up. He's on his feet, but barely. Miko is pushing him to. I think she's saying you have to take ten steps. Yeah, because he made it to three, and she's like, "Only three? Come on, you can do ten. I want to see ten kind of thing." Yeah, she's really like militant about this, and Ratchet has to step in. And oh, actually, before he steps in, he goes to Optimus and says, "Hey, how's the decoding of the Icon database coming?" Yeah, and, and Ratchet's like, "Well, Optimus is like, it's slow going," and Ratchet's like, "Oh, this damn human technology." But at least you're the expert on this, so we have that advantage over the Decepticons. But Prime points out they have Cybertronian computers. They they have far more advanced computers. So he would say it's probably an even race at this point. Then Ratchet goes over to Miko and he's like, hey, lay off Bulkhead. He needs time to rest. If you keep pushing him, he's just going to get weaker. He needs time to heal. He basically pulls rank like, look, I'm his doctor. And uh, so she storms off. Uh, yeah, this is where Bumblebee says, uh, yeah, get out of my way. <laughs> yes. We mentioned yeah, last yeah. time. For, for those of you, for some reason, didn't listen to the last episode, <laughs> this was the part that I mistook. But uh, yeah, she storms off. RC just watches her leave. And 
Now we're out in the roof, and uh, again, here's Miko. She's just sitting there watching the sunset. Sorry, Paul. We we have some American listeners. We're out on the roof. The roof. <laughs> With the roof. You're from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our, our Tim team, Allen used to say that our home improvement. The roof. I knew, I knew an American <laughs> who called Italy Italy, and I was like, "You're just <laughs> making that one up. Nobody actually says that." Anyway, an uh, ink pen. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, Miko's sitting like at the edge of the cliff over Optimus HQ, and. RC comes out and he's like, uh, maybe you don't want to sit too close to the edge there. Yeah, she's like, I'm not scared of heights. And RC's like, look, Bulkhead needs a friend right now, not a drill sergeant. And and I know what it's like when someone you care about gets hurt. And Miko's like, ah, you don't know shit about shit. And as soon as she says that, they both kind of look and behind them is the memorial to Cliffjumper. And then Miko's like, uh, no, sorry. RC's like, look, I've just been thinking about him a lot lately. So we flash back to the story we started with and Cliff Jumper gets tossed into a prison cell, holding cell where RC already is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she runs to see if he's okay. And he's surprised that she cares. Yeah. Well, she's like, hey, how did, did you talk? And he's like, oh, I didn't think you care. She's like, no, did you talk? And he tells her he just, he shut down his systems and pretended like he passed out and Starscream bought it. And uh, meanwhile, Starscream is just ripping his hair out because he can't get them to crack. And Soundwave points at a monitor that shows Cybertron's surface. And uh, Starscream's like, oh, I don't want to give him all the credit. But mm. Soundwave just plays back what he just said about the Autobot code being valuable and they need to get this. <laughs> yeah. And so just before that, though, in the cell, RC and Cliffjumper both admit or not admit, but they tell each other the reason they came here was they uh, intercepted a message. Oh, yes. Saying that Starscream is shipping Energon to the surface of Cybertron. And it turns out that, well, he's that's what he's doing, because they take uh, Cliffjumper and RC down to Cybertron with a bunch of Energon. Yeah. And since they have to deliver to the Energon to him again anyway might as well take them along and now we're down on the surface and the decepticons are marching cliff jumper and rc along and cliff jumper says oh i love what you've done with the place <laughs> he's a real smart ass um i like this cliff jumper a lot more than g1 cliff jumper oh, yeah. not gonna lie <laughs> um so uh yeah he doesn't miss megatron but with his gun but uh they they get down there and they take them to like a torture room and it's got all these implements and wheeljack or wheeljack cliff jumper sees one of them he's like i don't like the look of that yeah, and Starscream's like, well, uh, since I couldn't get it to work or, or whatever he says, I got someone who has a more refined methods, uh, what he says, and uh, this very familiar looking Decepticon. It's not just familiar, it's an old Transformer, it's G1 Shockwave, but he looks even cooler now. You can buy it for your kids. That puts money in my pocket and cocaine up my hey. nose. And when cocaine hey, goes up, I Carmen, go, huh? yeah, we heard you bought the show. Uh, we want to talk to you. Uh, about what? Well, we want to talk to you about buying the show back. I got nothing to say about that. And in a completely unrelated matter, I have to go stand in this British police callbox. Uh, see ya, suckers! Was that there the whole time? Oh. A commercial break. Yeah, and when we come back, Starscream's going on about what a great day he's had so far, all the fantastic things he did, and oh wait, he should probably just let Shockwave get to work here. Yeah. And while he's talking, RC, so RC and Cliffjumper are both like strapped down their wrists and ankles to basically gurney tables that are propped up, and this was kind of dumb where RC's trying to pull her wrist out, and that little flare she has on her wrist is the only thing that's hooking, and I was like, 
you're a transformer. Transform <laughs> that thing away. Because it looks your... like she's trying to use it to cut the thing. But uh, oh, yeah, okay. Just... I thought it was just caught. Oh, okay. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so Shockwave just walks over to the table, picks something up and just plugs it into the back of his head. And uh, apparently he's going to use the cortical psychic patch on them, which... Uh, which apparently he invented. Yeah, he gets like a little pissed off when Starscream's like, he should know how to use it. He's like, I invented it. Yes. And it's worth saying, this is a really cool shockwave. This mm. might be the most accurate G1 depiction of a Transformer we've seen yet. Like he looks like G1 shockwave. Oh yeah. Almost perfectly. Like he even has that like, cable from his gun to his his back. But yeah. this time it's like this big badass, like it almost looks like a bullet thing uh whatever it's called like it's a minigun kind of yeah like the the bullet belt and the chain gun yeah so he but he plugs into rc's brain and basically we enter the grid from tron yeah pretty much instantly and there's the code that he was looking for on the screen like <laughs> that and yeah. they play it and it's a recording of optimus prime saying hey everybody come to earth there's a bunch of energon and we're not ready to stop the decepticons yet and i haven't pulled up my pants <laughs> Yeah, he wants uh, any surviving Autobots to come join him, but he kind of spills the beans on a lot of stuff. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, RC wakes up because it, it looks like this thing kills her, but no, yeah. she just kind of looks over at Cliffjumper and winks. Yeah, and Shock uh, Shockwave goes out. He's going to kill Cliffjumper, and Cliffjumper says, "Hey, Starscream, you always let everybody else do your work. I thought you'd want to kill me yourself." Yep, and Starscream's like. Eh. Yeah, well, you, you got to kill RC. This one's mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. So he orders Shockwave to leave. Shockwave leaves. And then as Starscream's going up to kill Cliffjumper, RC jumps him. Yeah, he's like trying to pick up which thing he wants to play with first and smash. So she kicks him around a bit and then kicks him into the gurney and locks him in place. Yep. And she lets Cliffjumper free. And then asks Starscream, okay, what's the deal with all the energon that you brought here? And Starscream's like, fuck you. So they say, okay, we're going to plug the patch in him. He says, okay, I'll talk. Yeah, Cliffjumper's like, I think you better tell her something, man. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. So basically, he, wait, not basically, he literally spills the beans. He says that uh, Shockwave's building a space bridge and he needs the Energon for it. Yeah, it's him that you want, not me. And uh, it's this bridge is under the city. And she's like, that's bullshit. Space bridge technology has been lost for mega cycles. And Starscream's like, well, either way, he's done it. Like, it it's here. He, Shockwave never left Cybertron. Yeah, well, I guess he had found ruins of space bridges and reverse engineered stuff from the rubble and yeah he's got a space bridge a working space bridge so that's why all the energy on shockwave needs it to gas the thing up and starscream says as much as he hates to admit it sometimes even he is a team player that's why he brought stuff to him yeah which is great thematically for this episode because rc says okay i'm gonna go blow this shit up and cliff jumper says hey don't you need a partner and she says no uh this is a mission of stealth not a mission of i forget what she says but basically blabbing your ass off yeah chatter <laughs> he's like oh you mean that chatter that i used to distract him long enough for you to get free touche yeah so he's like ah, all right as long as you don't slow me down so they're now in the tunnels under i'm assuming icon I just assumed they're in under Icon, but uh, as they're walking along, and I love that she's like, "This is a mission about stealth." And the next shot when they they land is like, "Bang, smash, clonk, 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 clonk," because they run, both run along. But Cliff Jumpers are going along. He says, "So we take care of these motherfuckers, and then we go to Earth to help the Optimus Prime, right?" Yeah, and she's like, "Well, you can, but and just give them my regards." Yeah, yeah. She actually says, "I'm not a team player," right on the nose, and uh, he says, "Look." 
I know what this is about. And she immediately understands what he's talking about, but he has to say it. He says, tailgate, his death. And hey, if you lock up your feelings, you're not going to help anybody. Yeah. And then we're back with RC and Miko sitting on the cliff and Miko's like, well, come on then. What happened next? <laughs> so what like- happened next is uh, RC and Cliffjumper arrive at the space bridge and it's being powered up. And is already connected to Earth. Yep. And they very quickly and again, very loudly knock out the two vehicons patrolling. Well, we have a commercial break here. And then, but yeah, when we come back, they knock out those vehicons. Or no, they don't knock out the vehicons. Don't, because RC says we can't blow it up. We don't have the ordinance. So she's going to like override it or hack it or whatever. Yeah. She wants to get to the controls to sabotage them. But he reminds her like there are two vehicons at the controls. And what's, what's she going to do? Just walk up and ask if she can play with it too. And she's Mm -hmm. like, nope. You are. And putting his <laughs> skill set to work, Cliff Jumper walks up. He's like, hey, guys, how you doing? I'm Cliff Jumper. I just ditched the Autobots. Yeah. I'm on your team. Didn't Star- Starscream tell you? That Optimus is a coward and he ran, so I joined your team. And meanwhile, RC just jumps out and runs over to the controls where they're distracted. And Cliff Jumper is still going This on reminded on. This reminded me of Frenzy in the 2007 movie where RC is like hiding behind thin air. And yes. it's just super convenient. Those vehicons don't turn around. With clang, clonk, clang, clonk. But yeah, Cliff Jumper's still going on and on, but the Viacons just stand there with the guns on him, and he's like, yeah, I know all about Starscream's plan, so we can all be buddies now, right? And they just put their guns down, but they still don't say anything, and Cliff Jumper's like, there's someone behind me, isn't there? Yeah, the, the person behind him, or the Transformer behind him, is uh, Shockwave. Yeah, he did this in G1 in the Ultimate Doom Part 3, I think, oh, where yeah. he's just all of a sudden he's, he's there, there. And no one heard one of the largest Decepticons walk into the room. It's like the T-Rex or the whatever dinosaur it was in Jurassic Part 3. It somehow can sneak up on people. But yeah, uh, he's so he's like, I'll leave it to Shaw, or Starscream to fuck this up. And then right away realizes... He sees RC and she's hacking the computer and she, she's all it's too late. She sabotaged the, sabotaged the system. Yet this bridge is making some strange noises and Cliff Jumper's like, uh, is it supposed to sound like that? And Shockwave just bashes him out of the way and runs for RC. And he grabs her by one of those fins on her back and just heaves her. She almost goes flying down into a ravine or pit, but she hangs onto a bridge and uh, Shockwave starts trying to unhack what she did. Yeah, he realizes what it is, but he's like, oh, that's clever, but it's not irreversible. And uh, the Viacons, meanwhile, run for Cliffjumper, and he manages to fight them off. But it seems like there's more than just the two of them now that they yeah before. You see a few more run in, but before that, yeah, he's fighting like suddenly there's four. And anyway, a bunch more run in, and then RC jumps off, and she starts fighting the other ones that came in. And now suddenly Cliffjumper is fighting Shockwave. This got a little confusing, I found. Chunky almost. Yeah, and it in uh, the editing. It seems Cliffjumper's blasts don't do a damn thing to Shockwave. It's like ding ding right off him. And but he and then he does a jump kick, but that doesn't seem to do much either. Nope. And uh RC conveniently shoots uh, so just she looks over she takes out the vehicons and looks over and sees shockwave about to destroy cliff jumper she shoots some you know air ducks above him they all collapse on him steve's out another hundred bucks and then what uh yeah anyway um and then um cliff jumper's safe yeah it buries shockwave in the computer but it sends cliff jumper flying and she runs over to him and she calls him Cliff. Yeah, so, yeah. Cliff. It's, this is a fairly good evolution of their partnership. It, it wasn't too forced. It made sense. But as everything's fallen to shit, uh, Starscream comes in with a few more Viacons. Yeah, and he commands them to attack. And uh, the Autobots take cover behind some debris. And Starscream tells them to, all right, 
fix whatever they did to the space bridge. <laughs> or, uh, he tells the Autobots, fix whatever you did to the space bridge. And Cliff Jumper's like, if, if they want our help, they should stop shooting at us. Yeah, the vehicles are still shooting. So um, they, Starscream's like, fuck that. The machine's powering up. Like, you can hear it. It's getting too... It's out of control. And he takes off with the Viacons. And then Cliff Jumper says, hey, why don't we uh, head to Earth and help Optimus? Partner. Yeah. You, you want to come with? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Shockwave gets up and he follows them into the bridge and he's blasting at them. And he does manage to hit yep. them. But RC gets back up. This was there's a couple great shots here where like she stands center of the tunnel of the space bridge and the shot is kind of between her legs she's got the hero pose where the camera's below her and you can see shockwave between her legs and he fires at her and in slow motion she dodges his laser blast and shoots him in the fucking eye yeah yeah he's blind but still alive and he starts blasting away just randomly and they run for it and lo and behold they arrive in nevada and the bridge closes and explodes behind them yeah and there's a little bit of talk like do you think he made it yeah probably who knows i don't care and they're laying like on their on their asses and they sit up and rc calls she's like hey come on partner she calls cliff jumper partner oh yeah and then it just shows the canyon from high above and cliff jumper's telling her about how this reminds me of the time i was in the sea of rest on cybertron and had no one to talk to and she's like don't you mean talk at yeah, he he does talk a lot. So we go back to the present and RC comments on this was kind of nice. She says, you know, at first I didn't like hearing him talk all the time, but now there's nothing more deafening than the silence. It's the old cortical psychic patch bit again, is it? Well, I guess since this is a flashback, I guess this is the old cortical psychic patch previously unmentioned. Starscream is at his wit's end trying to get RC and Cliffjumper to crack, so he hauls them down to the lab to see Shockwave, since he was going that way anyway. Two birds stoned at once, right? But hold on. Back in Season 1, in Sick Mind, Ratchet told RC that everything they'd need to do a cortical psychic patch on Megatron would be in the room with him, and he talks them through it over the phone, even though he's never actually done it himself. So why didn't Starscream just do it himself on the Nemesis? He has all the things he'd need. Presumably the instructions for doing it are written down somewhere. He strikes me as the kind of guy that would have a cortical psychic patch in his bag of interrogation tricks. Anyway, Shockwave hooks himself up and then smacks RC with the other thing and bang, go! All of the data in RC's head, he gets to that pretty much instantly because why not? But why stop with that? She's an Autobot that's been waging war against the Decepticons for ages. Surely she must have more information that'd be useful to them, like knowledge of Autobot bases and supply caches, troop placements, the combination to the wall safe where Optimus keeps the good liquor, his favorite recipe for cookies, other students. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode we're going to review is New Recruit. If you want to see something that's nothing new, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey and Paul is at P. McPherson. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. Tell all your friends, tell somebody new, and, and everybody you know. And, and tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I couldn't get it to work.